Hello and welcome to episode 77 of the Critical Twits Gaming Podcast, where today we interview the mastermind behind the Agent November Escape Rooms and Undead Escape's Zombie Running Away game. Welcome to episode 77 of the Critical Twits Gaming Podcast. I'm Brian Ennis and I'm alone in the studio having put together an interview that we got at the recent UK Board Games Expo where Aaron and myself chatted to Nathan aka Agent November. He is the genius behind the movable travelling escape room in a box Agent November and also the man behind the zombie running game Undead Escapes. We were joined for the interview, which took place in a car park at midnight in a slightly sinister fashion. Uh, we were joined by two of his most experienced zombie runners, Andrew and Loz, who were there to provide a little bit more insight and behind-the-scenes explanation for some of the things that go on on a thing such as a zombie escape game. Uh, for those who don't know, an escape room is normally a room that you have to escape from, kind of obvious really, uh, but involves solving clues, logic puzzles, um, maybe environmental puzzles, working as a team. They're very, very popular. We've had about 74 of them pop up in Peterborough over the last year or so. Whereas a zombie run game is a game where you run away from zombies. Again, might sound obvious, but they tend to take place across large amounts of the, the real world with like roads and things being uh, sort of blocked off and actors playing the roles of zombies and also maybe other survivors, the military, etc., etc. Now, this is an absolutely fascinating interview. We get a really good look behind the scenes at what makes these kinds of games tick, what the process is for creating them, and what I really, really want to do right now is go and play some more escape rooms and play some more zombie run games. Um, and we will make sure that there are links to Agent November and Undead Escapes below uh, in the talky, talky, wibbly, wobbly bump bit that goes below either our videos or our podcast. So without further ado, over to the interview. Yeah. Hello and welcome to episode 71, 72, 73, 74. I'll keep going. No, uh, <laughs> uh, critical, a number. Um, yes, I, I'm, I'm Brian. Uh, I'm Aaron Vinsky. Uh, I'm Andrew Dennison. And I'm Lars Mitchell. Uh, I'm Nathan Glover. Also known as? Agent November. I'm AKA, oh, also Agent Ninja. I have quite <laughs> a few personalities. Agent November was my own brainchild I played an escape room really liked it the concept I thought I want one of these but why not just take out the room and just yeah. make it pop up so I can just I can get two boxes together turn up in anywhere coffee shop someone's house yeah. if, they, if they let me of course that's important <laughs> um, uh, and do an escape room for them yeah and so that was we're going for about two uh, yeah, about two years or a little bit under and then a different company that I had volunteered to be a zombie for it was a massive zombie run. They went out of business, and I took over the IP. So that was all—it's almost its own entity. Yeah. Except that later on in the process of restarting that zombie run, I thought it would be fun to do a Marvel and create a big shared universe. So although I was doing loads of spy missions with my original agent, November Company, and that's what yeah. we still do, you know, 
solve the murder of the agent or work out the defected rogue agent, that kind of thing. Yeah. We then thought, why don't we bring some agents in and they're investigating an arms company who is manufacturing dodgy products. Oh, you get inside on your insi- yeah. on your assignment and you find that that's what they've, why they've brought you down here is because... Pharmaceutical the, company, wasn't it? Pharmaceutical company. Um, yeah. And they find that these two fine specimens opposite me have... Uh, but burst out in blood and brains and all kinds of bodily fluids, <laughs> um, and uh, you know, trying to hunt you down through through the night. Oh, brilliant! Also, we, we found out by some sheer coincidence that Brian has actually attended one. That of these. is that, such a small world. <laughs> yeah. I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I am king of the nerds. <laughs> and I've done everything. No, I've done everything with everyone. That's no. not what I have to say. Um, no, it's, um, the locus of, of this group is getting smaller and smaller yeah. by the yeah. second. Um, my other half is massively into running away from zombies, um, and that's why we went. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and fun it was too. Well, thanks um, for saying that. I mean, we, it was a completely different project to the uh, to the first one. The other one. I said the first one, I'm still running it, but the original Agent Remember Spy Missions, just because I made the original ones to be quite simple to set up. You need one person to run each one. Yeah. And all the kit, like I said, one person can carry it. Was this, was... Oh, I haven't even started. Cast of 40 plus, wasn't it? For, for, for Undead Escapes. That's all the say, previous company. The previous company ran it up to like 100 staff crew. And I'll, I'll say actually on our, on our uh, event, we on the Undead Escapes event, this is the big zombie run, we had, if you throw in volunteers, security, medics who were never used which was lovely that's always nice nice to get the end event and, they, yep. and they're looking you paid very... people to do no work at all and were ecstatic about it yeah when they're when they're looking bored i'm looking really happy <laughs> um so yeah uh so security health and safety uh the, all the zombie volunteers the actors a lot of actors the people managing all that i think we were about 100 staff all together on the night yeah. um and it it only I, I wasn't even counting volunteers into the point. I figured yeah. you, you had at least fully paid, fully paid staff on the project as well as then. Yeah, we had yeah. we had a whole massive crew, and it, it's something that comes together for only literally two nights, and it's over. <laughs> and yeah. I'd, I've been looking forward to this for a year. Yeah, uh, reams of notes, phone calls, everything getting all set up, and then we we got everything. <laughs> going on the Saturday night it was great it was like right I'll see you guys another time then it's over um, so it, it's not a slow burner in the same way but we the exciting news actually which we'll get on to is that we are looking to do our next event this year we're in talks with the Manchester Science Festival to do something in convention with them in conjunction with them so it's going to be a more educational run this time yeah. there'll be a heavy science element and we've got some fun ways of mixing up that in, that learning yeah. with running away from zombies. I was, I was about to say, as, as the zombies here, we would like to stress there will still be running and screaming, yes, or, or yeah. certainly screaming, at least. Yeah. They need screaming. to chase people once a year at least, okay? That's the rule. If that isn't, <laughs> is, is that in the contract? Is there, yeah, there, there, is. There, is, is there some clause that says we must be allowed to terrify the public as long as they've so. paid first? Yeah, it's, you know? it's yeah. like my only opportunity to run around in the dark covered in makeup blood. We have some weird conversations in this industry. Whenever people ask me what's the weirdest thing, I think it still is. When I found myself on the phone with somebody who he called me, I'll say, I've got to say in advance, um, a, sh- a week or two before the event, and said, Look, I work with amputees who are actors and extras and on, you know, on various projects, and I, I, I'm in the agency and I hire them out. And I ended up having this bizarre haggling where I was like, Well, look, I know you've got one who's got two legs missing. <laughs> I would, I would really like one who's got both legs but only one arm. Can you do that? <laughs> and I just, I just you carry and, that sort of personal stalker in there. And I just, I just caught my reflection in the window as I was on the phone. I thought, 
what am I doing? <laughs> this is my life now. That, 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 uh, yeah, that's probably the most bizarre moment when I was haggling over how many limbs I was going to get. Yeah, but that, in the old game that happened, in the old game they stole Ian. There was, yeah. there was a guy called Ian who works for for said company, uh, and he is I, I forget if it's above knee or lowerly. He has okay. He yeah. has less legs. Did um, did, did he? They, they, in the old game there used to be this bit where you, you were searching for water and then there were like these things that were like cash machines where you'd get terminals yeah, yeah, yeah. terminals yeah Did, was he guarding one of those guarding oh. is a loose term yeah <laughs> in a multi-storey yeah. car park yeah, uh, yeah normally he was I have whistled a... at him like he was a dog in order to yeah. attract him and caught myself <laughs> going I'm mocking Ooh, the disabled yeah, man because <laughs> the zombies respond to noise mm. yeah. so I yeah. went you know puzzle solving up. this is um, the 2014 yeah. 15 tour yeah and Wembley, possibly. And yeah, I, I caught, I, I realised I was a terrible person. Um, I felt like apologising to him, but I thought he'd probably just sort of, oh, you know, yeah. Well, uh, uh, so at some point he was, he hadn't yet. He, sometimes he turned and he was a zombie. Other times he hadn't yet turned, and I think it was when he hadn't yet turned and he was still therefore a human. Yeah. Some people tried to rescue him. Yeah. By picking him up and carrying him off. No, I was a zombie. Now, the two yeah. things that followed were equally hilarious. One, <coughs> most of them wouldn't give him back. And two, <laughs> and two one of the group fainted stone cold out because they hadn't realised that the fake legs on the ground weren't actually Ian's. <laughs> oh so, so they got this bizarre series of messages going through the game control which I think we were at at the time or, or nearby no no I was I was the zombie that you were the zombie that watching the... him be character <laughs> realised I was yeah. still okay. having to be in character and seeing our eyes meet going what are we going to do yeah. <laughs> so, some players have stolen Ian and, and we might need a medical unit because one of them has passed out so yeah, um, this, yeah. Uh, Manchester science uh, convention is there a he- heavy science element yeah so um, I, I'm not the science guy. So uh, <laughs> we're gonna, there's going to be smarter people than me that do that. I mean, that's one thing I, I've loved about the uh, Undead Escapes, especially because I've really done Agent November as a one-man band. Yeah. Um, up until really very recently, last few months, I've really started to use other people's skills. Where I did everything for Agent November, from you know the leaflets, the websites, the knocking on people's doors to get sale, everything. Whereas I say the Undead Escapes is a much bigger collaborative event. Hence why I'm sitting opposite uh, these guys, who are Andrew and Laura, uh, two of the first people I brought on board, I think, uh, down the line. Because um, they are the guys who knew who could just smash out the zombie training. They also have some great contacts in how to run the course. Um, we bought, you know, had to have we had to have course designers, market, marketing. Like I mentioned in the old health and safety, had to have carpenters for set building, all this kind of stuff. Um, how do we get here? What was the original question? I got. I was. I was just having collaborative enterprise. I was. I was yeah. just getting PTSD from uh, looking back on the on the event. What we. Uh, <laughs> I think most of actually putting the the, the team together because we did use about probably about fifty percent staff from that uh, worked on the old events, which was great because there's some great talent in there. You know, you know some people I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. That's how we got <laughs> into this because we're talking about um, the yeah. science and the collaboration. So you know, heavy science. Yeah, the heavy, heavy science. Yeah. So oh, again, what's the heaviest science element you know, Aaron? <laughs> I, I, I do I do soft science I'm a psychologist I only say this because Aaron lost um, the Critical Twits annual uh, gaming event uh, that we uh, hold yeah. based on the fact that you thought that PB was the elemental symbol for platinum yes Ooh. and not as one of the other options was PT which just seemed too obvious to me yeah. because yeah. none of them yeah. make any sense so I'm just, just getting, getting that in there to mock you please yeah. continue <laughs> <laughs> of course, PB well, is well, of course plumbing for lead so yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and, and we all know that comes from the Latin um, pillum which is what the uh, 
gem, uh, Roman soldiers would use. I'm yeah. sorry. Deformable heads so they can't be thrown back. The, you get an education from listening to this podcast. <laughs> it might not be about what you think you should be educated on. Science. Yeah. yeah. So, like I say, it, it, it's learning what you're good at and learning what what you need help with as a, as a business owner at a certain point. Like I say, with the science, I have got top men on it <laughs> top, top top people men no the code doesn't work if you do that <laughs> top men we, we've got a, a recce i think in a couple of weeks where we're going to check out the area in manchester yeah and um, it's going to be with all these things it's if, if you're going to teach somebody something i i could be like they're not to realize it's like a trick yes where they get to the end they're like oh that was like a that was like school but <laughs> you hid it behind scary monsters yeah so you know just a, a few of the i got just a few of the ideas and we'll develop these with some of the other scientists that we're being put in touch with it might be uh, looking at the spread of infectious disease yeah so although they, they've said at the manchester science festival they've had similar things so we might we might make it more specific to a particular disease yeah. what kind of characteristics does it have um based on what you've seen out there in the field yeah. you might have to meet up with scientists who have inside knowledge of this or quiz survivors maybe look at the future what do you do now to control this what kind of would be the best way to you know either militarily kind of control it or to develop a disease uh, vaccine or well, whatever we always yeah. used to pontificate on the the infection rates and um, epidemiology mm. of, of the well, the old game and the new game how is it that people turn in like two to three hours or that it can be so unpredictable so because obviously you get caught by a zombie and then in most of the game formats have been tried including undead escapes they mysteriously carry on as humans until they get to the end yeah so yeah. as you said the incubation period on this has to by definition be between something between about 10 minutes and three hours so it was always okay so what's that and why does it cause this and yeah i think the answer is a wizard did it yeah <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah like, like, that could, basically yeah if, if people quiz me on my escape game logic like at some point you've just got to say well you're basically playing a game and if <laughs> and if i didn't if i didn't make that logical leap then you wouldn't be playing the game today. So yeah. a wizard did it, and that's why you're doing it. You know? <laughs> like I say, it's been great working with these guys. Uh, a lot of fun, most of the time. And, uh, sorry, it was getting too heavy. Um, so, and we've got, yeah, we found that we've got other areas which, which overlap, like ball games, hence we're all, yeah. hence we're here as well. Um, yeah. Oh, actually, sorry, a little bit of crossover between the Undead Escapes and the Agent November in terms of that being an escape room and the other one being a zombie run yeah. is that I'm, I'm never really happy with just doing an event the way people have done it before I always no no you, you don't take on something that somebody ran that was ridiculously complicated yeah. and needed refinement yeah. and then decide that what you'll do is just yeah. refine it and, and finish the job oh god no no, no I mean, it would be much no. more fun uh, again I think what two months notice to design <laughs> yeah. in an entire element from your of other course. business obviously obviously that <laughs> yeah I've really enjoyed be, that bit <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be too easy well that's the great thing is it'd be too yeah. easy otherwise but um, yeah, yeah so I, I decided to reinvent the wheel a bit and add an escape game to the uh to the zombie run yeah. so that it's, oh, of course you will experience it yeah. did you escape from that? no <laughs> I'm going to shuffle away from you then if, you, yeah. if you're affected yeah. I, I think my um, comment was these rescued. puzzles are laughably simple do they really need three minutes I think I think was my opening line on the yeah. subject of it uh, and then yeah yeah, you were uh, right they, they did struggle however, with something yes, coming through a wall the zombies are involved yeah. Yeah. it changes yeah. everything doesn't it 
it's the kind of thing where you get a group of people that don't know each other mm. yeah. and yeah. then everyone just looks to everyone else and no one wants to assert yeah. dominance no, it's, 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 it's much simpler yeah. zombies exert yeah. an AOE intelligence debuff that is universally <laughs> true yeah. that is why we have had to fetch extension ladders to get people off shipping crates that their mind and their legs propelled them onto and but their mind then off. rejects the idea yeah. of jumping back off once the scary thing has gone away <laughs> yeah we had to we had to make the rules really tough and, and I know, that wasn't Nathan's bunch that was the previous game yeah, 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 you, yeah. you never lost anybody on a shipping crate <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the way you said it like that you never lost anyone on a shipping crate. <laughs> what was the balls for? Where's the, the weirdest place you did lose someone? <laughs> Didn't lose anybody that I know of. Um, <laughs> so, nature um, of being lost. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They'll be in the last place you look for them. That's true. <laughs> but um, no, the actual escape room, we made it pretty sturdy so you couldn't actually, uh, couldn't, couldn't break out. But there was one wall which was quote unquote destructible. So with a zombie breaking through there, it was kind of fun having an escape room, no clock. Yeah. But it's just quite an obvious visceral. Yeah, when the ball's gone, <laughs> probably time's up. You know, you, you, you get the gist of what we're going for. Here. Like, you haven't got to spell everything out all the time. That's, you know that security guard you just saw eviscerated in the hallway. That yeah. could be you. I, su- I suppose that's what they say in uh, in story. Don't they? Don't don't tell. Show. <laughs> we had that. Yeah, we had one uh, actor who applied. She was great. She's actually she happened to be trained in uh, stage combat. And I was yeah. like, right, I know what you're doing. Um, <laughs> she's like, I'm like, do you want to get your throat ripped out? She's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, she's German, I should say. Um, <laughs> I mean, more sense. Um, so yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, I think we got away with that one. I mean, the, the, yeah, that was lovely because it was a such a big effort to get just that element in on top of an already difficult event. And the yeah. fact the fact that the most negative the the negative feedback we had from that was we wanted there to be another one. We, yeah. we, we wanted another yeah, one at the end as well. Two nights. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no. I mean, in terms of the yeah, escape the room, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. they said we were hoping there was going to be another one at the end, and there's only one. I'm like, well, if that's the, the criticism of the room, then I'm like, that's not a bad kind <laughs> yeah, of situation yeah. to be in. So, although it is tough, <laughs> it was tough getting the uh, logistically the room set up. I think it's can't promise, but it's definitely something we'd want to bring to Manchester, just because um, it was different, basically. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping that if we if we do keep iterating it, there will be a different people will start to ask what will be the thing this year you know what, what's going to be the, the new mm. uh, element I suppose you make a rod for it back if you do that <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Um, aside from from Manchester then are you bringing back the, the undead escapes in the foreseeable future yeah I mean uh, absolutely like it's it's very difficult to say I compare it to the first one it, that like I say it's, it's logistically so much simpler to run because you only really need I could do it myself yeah. For, for the first six months because it just needed me to go down to the pub meet the group six, seven people yeah. have a laugh with them for two hours and I go home yeah. this is just the opposite of that mm. where you can't just say yeah I'll, I'll, I'll run a game for you next weekend it's such a big lead time that you have to have it, it's such a bespoke event each time mm. so we've, we've got really good uh, I think a really good potential with the Manchester Science Festival yeah and we'll just have to see what happens after that. Um, in fact, if anyone's listening, um, what, will, what will really make it go with a bang is if uh, anyone is interested in sponsoring the event. So last year we got Jägermeister involved, yeah. uh, which was, uh, <laughs> that was great for the after party, wasn't that it? Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah heads are nodding there. So, um, so, uh, I, don't, I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So um, if anybody uh, is interested in sponsoring, it hasn't got to be a, a massive amount. We might get some, some smaller sponsors in or if any, you know, I get, by the same token if you want to throw, just throw money at us then that's fine too so yeah I very much want to have uh, I do I 
when I talk about anything, but I do think about it as a you know long term project. For, yeah. You know, can we kind of go for five, ten years and you know, keep keep building and coming out with new creative things? Because yeah. the fun bit for me is actually the the game design. And again, I think it's it's about spotting the bit that you add value to a company yeah. um, and realizing you can't always do everything. Um, and that's that's absolute joy. Like I say, some of the core staff we worked with last year, uh, or, yeah, last year on, on the Undead Escapes, would it, it would just blow me away. I'd give them something which would take me a year to complete, and yeah. they'd do it a day. <laughs> and it's just like, all right, <laughs> that's nice. It's a really fun crew that we've got waiting in the wings, and that is. Again, the question we get asked a lot is like, why aren't you doing another one? Yeah. <laughs> we're getting annoyed with you. Get, get your asses in gear. So, um, yeah, we're, we're luckily we're in a position where we can pretty soon, hopefully, after, see how this visit goes in the middle of the month. Uh, hopefully, we'll start doing more with Manchester, yeah. and then it. Yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully go back on tour around the UK. But yeah, don't want to get ahead of ourselves. But that's <laughs> that's touch wood that. The, the long-term plans. Yeah, cool. Nice, that's brilliant. Brilliant. Until then, you're here attending the UK Games Expo in your capacity as agent November. Yes. Uh, what? So My voice to... changed a bit there. I, yeah. I, I started, I started slipping back into character. Yeah. Excellent. Going with Sean Connery now. Yeah. Um, which we we played your one of your agent November games yeah, yesterday. Yeah. And had a great time. Yeah, definitely. And we didn't lose, which last time we did an escape room, we lost horribly, and I was I was mortified. It's because they couldn't set a clock right. It's their fault. It's definitely the clock's fault. Yeah, yeah. What I'm sticking with, I'm, I'm not having anything else. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, uh, it started two and a half years ago, and it was really a one-man band. I did absolutely everything from the leaflets to the graphic design to the website, products, marketing, everything, running the games. It, <laughs> my brother did help run the, literally the first two, um, because... The first company I ever got through my doors, they weren't my doors, but the pub doors where I was <laughs> running things from, it was a friend of a friend that I think my mum had phoned up. <laughs> still, it's never a bad way to start. Still, my mum helps me out with all this stuff. Hi, Dad. <laughs> the, first, the, the, the first thing Colin says on our first podcast is, hi, mum. It's fine. This is how these things start. Sweet. So, so, um, yeah, so he called up and said, oh, yeah, so I've heard from somewhere that you're, you're starting a business uh, my, my staff my office needs a work outing um, and I, I, bear in mind, I, was, I was like yeah 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 great yeah yeah we can do that bear in mind I just spent about um, three or four months on and off developing this first product it's I think it was no it, it was finished yeah it was, it was finished and ready and um, he said um, okay but we want to play we've got a quite a big group so we need to play two games at the same time uh, we could just do one if you want and then we'll take it in turns to do it and I was like no I've got two games he was like great I'll see you in a week then <laughs> and I woke up next morning I was like oh I've got six days no no <laughs> I just thought I've got six games six days to make a game the last one took me four months <laughs> what can I say I work well to deadlines and then I was just calling up my brother I was like so uh, do you reckon you can um do you reckon you can run one of these games? And uh, so we were hoofing around in Houston for the uh, for the first game. We were late meeting the group. Because you're never late. I'm never late. But in this case, I wasn't because they were late as well. And they text and apologise. <laughs> I was like, get it. And I was literally, I was literally composing the text to him. And I just deleted it. Went. 
Don't worry about these things happen, mate. <laughs> we, I'll, we, I'll, I'll accommodate you. It's, yeah. it's cool. Yeah, we, <laughs> so they never knew. Oh, I must say, unless you're hearing this now, <laughs> Rob, I'm really sorry, but yeah. We, we had an, an interview yesterday where we walked past the stall and someone went, oh, you're here to see us at three o'clock. And we went, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and I just yeah. went and did the interview. Um, yeah. And uh, no, we, we Wait, I might, I might try this with you now. Like, <laughs> you, oh, you've got that tenner you owe me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would probably work. Yeah. So, um, so that's how it all started, really. Very much like a duck, you know, the uh, beautifully, beautifully beautiful on top, just little horrible legs kick away underneath. <laughs> and um, I think for about a month and a half, I didn't have any customers, any customers. And then someone booked, and I checked every hour to see to wait for them to email and be like oh I clicked on this by mistake while I was drunk and under duress um, and they didn't and so I had a customer <laughs> and I like and then I just in the summer came around and it just and it just kicked off and it, it just suddenly after a while I was like wait I can actually do this full time I've actually like I've made like an okay like living off this it's and amazing I, and then um, bought more actors uh, to help run the games and then uh, brought on more people to uh, start and help uh, to run things as producers and um, I've actually started to take more of a step back I barely do any games anymore um, oh. but I actually do a bit more product design which is nice just just did a redesign of my original original game it's the third or maybe fourth iteration of it now and I really like it but no matter how you guys played it actually the device one oh, the, yeah. the, yes the, the yeah. Major explosion. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am intrigued as to how you found getting a bomb into the uh, well, UK I, Games Expo. I, I, which I, may not it's stay an in. EMP device. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I, I didn't. It was a device. Yes, that's right. Funnily enough, that was what I asked him when he put it in my car when I picked it up from <laughs> yeah. the station on Friday. <laughs> um, yeah, we started. Yeah. Play, we played your game. Yes, you played that one. So um, it's one of these funny things where people always. Uh, I never know if they like it when they're playing it because people look so grumpy playing it. <laughs> People's faces are always so intense yeah. and I'm like oh they're hating it they're hating it and then people smile at the end I'm like oh wow actually people like it <laughs> yeah. and the um, yeah. thing is people um, people always uh, say they like it but I could I could only ever see the things I haven't put in yet and yeah. I can only see the things that aren't as good yeah. as I want you know and yeah. it's it, it's a really it's a really weird feeling yeah. no matter how many times people say they like it I, I can't ever really believe it because I know what I haven't done yet yeah, yeah. there's always something else you can think of that you want to expand on yeah. stuff with. yeah I mean from our perspective it was it was I loved it. Yeah, I mean, th- think the thing you say about sort of people looking really grumpy is that you put a timer in front of them. <laughs> so you go, you've got 30 minutes, go. And they yeah. said it's an EMP device and all our phones are on the table. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hope it isn't real. <laughs> um, but you, you, you're kind of there and then everyone's kind of true personality comes out under that bit of pressure, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the people that are, are naturally bossy take over yeah. and the, the people like me that don't work well with others <laughs> sit in the corner doing their one little bit of the puzzle and they're going, excuse me, I've done it. What are we doing next? Um, and you kind of you kind of see you kind of see yeah, you know, that that kind of that performance under pressure, and it's nice to kind of get lost in that and pretend that I that think, pressure means something. I think that's actually the next thing I was going to say was um, about uh, after about uh, I'd had a, maybe a dozen, maybe twenty customers. I started. Yeah, I'm always thinking of different ideas I can throw into it, and I thought about um, giving out name badges uh, to make your code name. I thought, yeah, yeah. That, that might be fun. Yeah. And then the next thing I thought was maybe I, I wear a hat for my costume. Maybe I could buy some more and I could get everyone that plays the game to wear a hat. Yeah. 
and I really went back and forth now I thought some people won't like it they'll they'll it'll be awkward if I'm trying to make them do it and they're being standoffish and I tried it and I've never looked back it's the probably the single best really the best change I made to the gameplay yeah no one has ever really minded maybe 98% of people have worn their hats the entire thing of the entire yeah, yeah. duration of it and the rest have just taken off because of the sweat and the time are going away yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do wash them yeah, every few years and um, we uh, but it is so interesting the difference in people's behaviour before and after I started getting one to wear hats yeah. I mean um, if you read like the uh, just I, I, I studied a little bit psychology at uni and as soon as you put a mask on somebody yeah or a uniform on somebody for like the Stanford prison experiment yep. their behaviour or if you shave, shave their hair I haven't done that yet but, uh, <laughs> I actually, I'm now actually thinking if I could no um, theirs or yours yeah <laughs> yeah either work um, <laughs> shaving your head I'll probably just unnerve everybody make it probably yeah. <laughs> but you need a smaller hat as soon as you change someone's dress or anything like that they, yeah. their personality just changes yes. and it's so interesting how doing those things like putting the name badges on just lets people get into the world it lets them say you know you, you're no longer Bob or Sue whoever you are you're now Agent X yeah. and people just accept that reality and it's like me like I am um, even God, getting quite deep here even um, like I am quite a bit self-conscious, as we all are, I suppose, about, about what I wear, etc. Yeah. I quite like the waistcoat style. Yeah. But I thought, eh, it's a bit retro, it's a bit, looks a bit naff, people might judge me. I thought, well, no, Asian November wears a waistcoat. It's, it's fine. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not that. It's just my costume. Yeah. And so I could do that. And now I wear a waistcoat all the time. <laughs> and um, it's, uh, it's one of those funny things where like, I, I play a character yeah. and I, I feel absolutely fine doing that. Um, so I, I really do think that there's... It's, Ironic, really, the title of what we do, Escape Games. It's yeah. it's all about escapism. Yeah. Um, I was at going on a slight tangent here. I was here in Birmingham last weekend in the Hilton. Yeah. Uh, I was running the two games for that I've got here this weekend. I was running last weekend as well for Confuzzled 2017. Yeah. And uh, so it's the. 1600 furries crammed into the Hilton Hilton Hotel Uh, I've got the photos to prove it Um, I won't show you them all and uh, (laughs) and I've got to say they were absolutely lovely Um, genuinely some of the nicest customers I've had Um, I I just want furries in hats now that is an image that I'm now projecting they they love a hat did you put the hat did they take their their costumes off and then put the hat on their own head or did you put the head on their costume because it's quite hard for them to communicate I just thought communication is key I only hit on the the right solution right at the end which is you can hang the hat on their ears (laughs) (laughs) you can actually get two hats on one fairy which is awesome but the uh, so the funny thing was so yeah there's only about 5% 5% of those guys actually did it in the, the fur costume most of them were just normal-ish yeah and um, but the guys that are in costume again they are a character yeah and I found it really odd when they come up to me initially because I'm like how's it going and they just like wave at me and wag the tail I'm like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do you respond to that that's exactly yeah what would you do we... and someone explained to me like right at the end when I was having a beer in the, at the end of the conference and it was like um, yeah they're in character so they can't talk to you because the dog wouldn't talk back I'm like I don't expect that makes sense when you think about it of course <laughs> so they so the guys that were, were, were doing it in the first place doing the escape game were useless because <laughs> they, they were just in character and they were just like they would just run off with the clues and try and bury them and stuff so but so much fun how did you get a top five leaderboard <laughs> <laughs> what, what I'm saying about these guys is um, if you turn up and you're, and you're like 
okay, you are secret agents on a mission. They're like, yep. <laughs> They've got that reality. Yeah. And then half the time, if you get, we get stag dudes in on the, like, the weekends, and I'm like, okay, so uh, I want you to invent your agent code names, and that's what you're going to be adopting for the rest of the mission. And they just, that can take 20 minutes. <laughs> you, and, and, and some people are just stumped by that. Like, I've got to invent a name for myself? Yeah. But these guys, all the, every single fairy has yeah. an alter ego, and they're like, yep, yeah, that's it. I think they are and I think to a lesser extent maybe board gamers just get the idea of escaping yeah yeah I think I think maybe yeah, make fairies do it by, by wearing costume and a lot of cosplayers do yeah. board gamers like to dive into the world of a game yeah, yes. I, think, I think it's yeah. it, that's yeah. an intellectual one because it's interesting crossover with the zombies we use the that's the primal thing people are all cool like oh yeah we're, we're, we're not going to be scared by the zombies and but they don't know something comes out of a cupboard at them at, their legs yeah. are up the streets <laughs> I think that's interesting what you said about the primal element of running away from stuff mm. is because I've been to a few a fair few uh, zombie experiences I think I've chased you a couple of times even before. oh yeah certainly but I mean different put on by different productions yeah. and I find that what the great thing about Undead Escapes is there is it is a game yeah. There, you can win or lose it there is an outcome you interact uh, in a small way with the world yeah. and I, I was trying to build I'm going to try and build on that in the future to have more interaction but, but the core interaction is you can get caught by the zombies or not yeah and you know at the start you're not going to be dismembered or anything like that yeah but there's something about when someone's chasing you and you start to run for a reason and then people are screaming at you I don't know what it is, but you can't but help get into it. Yeah. Yes. I've been to a few yeah. other experiences where it was quite clear after stage one, it didn't matter what you did. The zombies were just going to prance around you. Yeah. And so I just started standing there and I just got completely out of the... It was meant to be immersive theatre. Yeah. I, I don't really like that word, immersive. I like interactive theatre. Yes. You've got to be able to meaningfully interact with the world. You've got to have goals. Otherwise, you, yeah. You, you, yeah. again, this is probably as a game player, board game player, yeah. you... Do you know what I mean? You, yeah, you um, want to interact and, and change things. Yes. Otherwise, you realise pretty quickly. Like, I'm not. I just want to. I don't just want to sit here like at cinema. I want to actually. Yeah. Have have an outcome for myself. It's why we don't like old-fashioned games like Monopoly. Yeah, yeah. For instance, you just do a thing and then the same thing the, keeps going on. The dice dictate what you do. Yeah, yeah you don't. Have You're not in charge. No actual consequences. Um, and therefore, you've not got that kind of that that. It, to me it's distancing yeah. so the more you it's can get people on to yeah. you have to go around the same track regardless how fast you go the dice dictates yeah. so the more you feel you have to run away for instance yeah. the, the, the more you're kind of it's not really your choice necessarily yeah. but yeah, the, yeah. the more you're, you're involved in it and you feel like you're making those decisions yeah. I think is that good I mean I've uh, my other half um, been trying to get her into board gaming and um, that role play and that kind of stuff in a in a tabletop sense yeah, yeah. Uh, for a long time and <laughs> we're, we're, we're all no, thinking it <laughs> no, no success at all and then we went to a zombie run because she liked the idea of, of a zombie run and the first time we got chased by zombies she sprinted past me at top speed going shit 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 <laughs> um, and I was like True, true oh. character comes out exactly. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. true. It's yeah. true. But, but that that kind of I think everyone, even those those people you're saying that can't think of a, a code name, I think that part of us is still in there. We're all kids, mm. we all used to play, we all used to imagine and, and invent things. Yeah. And I think you just maybe some people don't do it and board gamers and fairies do still. I think it can be developed as well. I think it can. So I always think to jump in first Mm. and the more you do it the more easier it becomes and more comfortable you feel. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well I was was a bit worried about this weekend and last weekend because Expo and and, 
uh, Confuzzle have been the first time that I've invented or, or scaled down to a 30 minute version Yeah. and I was just a bit worried about A, obviously you're changing the game it might not have the same flow etc yeah. I'm, I'm actually fairly happy uh, with how it's gone but the main thing I was worried about was is it going to be immersive enough because for me that it feels really short doing a 30 minute game because you throw in and then they're out whereas on a 60 minute game I just feel it, it's a little bit longer and yeah. I think I think these audiences board gamers and foes are a great audience for this so they're fine to jump into that world of 30 minutes yes. whereas yeah. if I had a stag group or a hen group they, they, they sometimes take 20 minutes to warm up Yeah, and then but they, they realise after that 20 minutes like look I'm here for another 40 minutes I'm, everyone else seems to be having a good time I might as well just grab a walkie talkie and try and find this goddamn thing that we're looking for in this in this <laughs> middle of nowhere park yeah. and uh, screw it well, let's crack the code you know whereas if it happens after 20 minutes of a 30 minute game you almost out the door and you think well let's just go and have a pint well, I think I think um, one thing that you like we'll, we will know like second nature whereas maybe not everyone listening will is that the biggest con of these or the biggest secret of the zombie runs is the best thing to do is be the zombie yeah like so oh, yeah. and it's it's ridiculous really because we uh, same thing as the old company under escape says that if you come as a zombie and this is a direct pitch uh, to anyone who's in Manchester uh, <laughs> later in the year is that if you come as a zombie we'll give you a free ticket to run the other night as a, as a player yeah which uh, two well, nights fun, no money. Yeah, just yeah. just just to context that two so, nights fun, no so you, money. So you can either pay and be a player, yeah, or you can be a zombie, volunteer to be a zombie, and then you do the run. And I almost think that like that that's the wrong. Maybe that's the wrong way of doing it. Maybe we should just say you can be a zombie for free because that in itself is enough reward. Mm. I mean, we have you'll say that you, you know oh, a I lot of people that, that come back. They sign up for this year, for example. Yeah. I said, okay, you're going to be a zombie that night. What night are you going to run? And he and he, he's go, no, I want to be a zombie both nights. <laughs> oh, well, that's how we got. That's started. how we we yeah. were serial yeah. offenders because at two point eight. This is so much fun. Yeah, it's ridiculously mm. fun and addictive. Yeah. Um, compared to when I was playing, I mean, playing is good. Yeah. But I feel like it's just an extra kind of almost segment now to how we are is we, 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 are we do it still occasionally well, to see the game mm. so like as, as you know normal humans so you kind of have that in the back of your head when you're doing your normal office job you're sat yeah. there going okay in three weeks time I'm going to be running down the road <laughs> in the dark yeah. mm. like having a whirl of a time scaring people yeah. and they're going to get a right buzz we, out of it and I'm going to get a right buzz out of it which is a similar reason why like, we tend to role play on Friday yeah. night and mm. it's, it's a character tabletop. you can play yeah tabletop <laughs> So actually, yeah, it would be very awkward Friday night, I think, with a mouse of us. It's weird that you're telling people. Yeah. <laughs> That's bizarre. Just join in. Um, but yeah, I mean, like with the, the escape room stuff, it's, it's like a miniature version of that. You, you have yeah. something that you're going, and you know that in the context of that scenario, it doesn't matter if you mess up or, mm. yeah, like you said, with the zombies being nervous and stuff, you can sit there quietly not saying anything, but then you realise after a very mm. short amount of time, well, I might as well start throwing clues out and get, really getting into mm. this because. Mm. I can't do anything wrong wrong I just can't get the answer right yeah it, it's a good point you made about the um, the zombies getting the press and it being a zombie game because I, always, I said to the actors that were turning up I said like people haven't come here for you they've come here for a zombie game so that's your competition I want you to get in the reviews and you, you are competing with the zombies mm. to be the thing that people remember yeah and uh, we did get a, a few people in particular really really shone and it's about spotting the good people, putting them in the key spots. They're going to elevate the performance. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've worked, I'm still working with a few of those guys because they, they really, really add a lot to the event. And it's the same when I talk to my actors for the games because I say, you know, without blowing my own trumpet, I've been doing it for two and a half years now, I know how to make a game. 
I want you to compete with that. And I want you to see if you can, again, be mentioned in the review as being the awesome agent who yeah. uh, who heralded this mission. Yeah. That's been my approach to things, is like, why limit yourself to, um, to going, oh, I'm an escape room, so I'm going to make an escape room. Mm. Someone's going to turn up at the, you know, welcome you in with jeans and a t-shirt and go you're in an escape room now you've got 60 minutes and you go yeah well, how, how much how much harder would it ask me to, to tell them to come in in a pirate shirt and say yar mateys in your <laughs> as long as it's a pirate themed room yeah. it'd be yeah. weird if it'd be weird if it was like <laughs> a space station maybe or something. If the yeah. theme is yeah. surrealism yeah which <laughs> <laughs> is my surrealist uh, escape room escape room well, you, you, oh, <laughs> I don't think anyone's done that yet let's do that <laughs> nothing that makes sense the, I, the more horrible that is yeah. I mean also you try to put the bits together better because again previous yeah. previous companies and things there have been actors and zombies for example before and they mm. were two separate camps yeah. Literally, to the point that they didn't interact, and the, the actors, to some yeah. extent, the actors, some games were paid, and the zombies weren't. Okay, and the actors yeah. said that they're the professionals, and the zombies are a bunch of volunteers. Right. But at the same time, of course, it's a zombie game, so to some extent, the zombies <laughs> are what people are paying to be chased by, and it didn't work. Yeah. Whereas from the outset, you were scripting things in so that the zombies and the actors interacted, and there were scenes with both. Mm. And yes, a, a, yeah, it a, a, and it was a crew. A community that, yeah, that was very different. Yeah. To, Phalanx, um, uh, and again, your game. Phalanx were the security service, weren't they? On the on, yeah. on, on in the game, were working with the zombies during the setup in some cases, and we were sharing a space, yeah. which never happened before. I was literally covered in blood on a laptop, drafting things out with crew moving stuff around me, and it's like, I mean, I, I like do we need a bloodstained coverall for this? And it's like. Yeah, you probably do, um, but it won't show well on the black. So if you've got that, yeah. And, and, and Andrew's being incredibly kind, making it sound like I'm some kind of um, communist hippie uh, <laughs> utopian <laughs> director. Genius, I, I basically, genius I, I basically didn't have enough people. rooms to put everybody in, so, <laughs> so they were working cheek to jowl. That's you that's created my... a culture of working. But yeah, yeah, yeah. There was yeah. it was it was a good culture, and it was at, like at the by the end of it, I was just like. I want to do more of these, if only because these guys have been great to work with. Yeah. And I was, I was saying to the guys, like, it's, it's just been great being with such a fun crew. Oh, get emotional now. <laughs> um, so that's that, that's my purely selfish reason why I do it again. It is, it's just it's, it's so much fun being behind the scenes. Yeah. And it's a shame we, we didn't have another. We couldn't book another weekend or two and mm. make it like a, oh, make yeah. it make the experience last for a couple of weeks for us behind the scenes. Mm. Of there's no reason you can't mix genres and games like we were just chat- chatting earlier weren't we about like you know what I do with Agent November yeah. is it an escape room is it a guided tour is it immersive theatre it's probably all those things and a few other different things in between it. it's, yeah. and I don't really mind what it is if 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 people get to the end of it and they've had fun with it, it's great. Like, I, I say to my actors, like, I don't mind what you do with them as long as you don't, you know, as long as everyone's safe, everyone's happy. Um, and uh, one other thing, I forget what it is. Oh, yeah. Not on fire at the end. <laughs> Not on fire at the end, that's, uh, that's kind of under safe, but yeah. Um, as long as you do that, I don't mind how you do it with them. Like, if you want to be a stand-up comedian or, or a tour guide or play it dead serious and be a method actor, I don't mind. As yeah. long as as long as long they, they, they enjoy it, it's yeah. great. And, and don't yeah. pick all your locks. Yeah, because <laughs> that's a good story. Yeah, game, yeah. game, game breaking immersion and oh, yeah, that was a weird one. That we, must have hurt. I've, it's only ever happened once in about four thousand customers that I know of. That one guy came in a couple of weeks ago and just his superpower was that he could pick combination padlocks. He knows how to just jam them and twiddle the dials. Yeah, and he just went through the room and opened them all. <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, I mean, a you know you understand the concept of the game, <laughs> yeah. and b there's like 
eight other people here. Like maybe they want to play. <laughs> so was he with other people? Yeah, he was in. He was in with a group of people, and they were like. Oh, you've opened that box. Um, great, here's some more clues coming out. How do you open it, by the way? What what did you use? He was like, oh, nothing. I can just pick it. And they're like, I don't know how to, what to do with that. <laughs> so that was Gee, probably... See people who go on zombie runs and avoid the streets with the zombies on yeah. so they get to the end. They buy a ticket to go on a zombie run and then spend the night walking around bits of a city that don't contain zombies. Because they're like, oh, yeah. oh, there's zombies down there. Like, it's like, hang on, you're meant to be going. Did, did, did you miss... show off their map reading did, skills, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can get around the A607 after 7 o'clock at night and I didn't even get killed. People are strange, though, aren't yeah, they? they? So, yeah. you know, the more, you, the more you've got, the more customers you get, the more, the more crazy stories yeah, you that's yeah, that's have. Yeah, that's always good. We like uh, the crazy stories. Going back to mixing up your is, is um, like I say with the with the zombie run. That's why I wanted to make it more immersive theatery. Yeah. That's a word. Uh, be it still be a run, but maybe make it an escape game as well. Yeah. Uh, I haven't worked out a way to bridge the gap between board games and escape games yet. I know a few companies have, and yeah. I actually I actually have need to play more of those that are kind of mixing those up. But I feel like I feel like a, that might be the next evolution because yeah. the one one of the things that I, I do regret with my games and almost I think almost every escape game is you basically can't play it more than once. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, until I rewrite once a year, I might rewrite the clues. But you, you know, ticket to ride, you can play as many times as you, as you want to. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you know, my game just just different setup. But yeah. that, that kind of makes it more like theatre in a way. So it, it's just a thought. I, I just, I'm interested <laughs> how you can make it into a board game. But still keep the escape game elements. But, yeah. but even then, earlier we were talking about, uh, uh, and we won't say which one, but a modular pop, weren't we? And the idea that, albeit you'd have to change some oh, of the yeah. text, the, the idea that you can evolve them and, and change them so that perhaps that there is more of a, uh, well, this a was, variety of well, experience. Well, how that came up was um, I was, uh, and this is another shout out here, shameless plug, is that I'm, <laughs> I'm at the stage now where I would love to start rolling these out to other parts of the country. And um, I know we've been talking about it because you're based in Nottingham, so maybe maybe one day we'll get get you guys on board up there. Some some guys at the expo today were to up way up in uh, in Edinburgh were saying that they might want they got a board game cafe and they might want to do something up there. So I'm, yeah. I've, I've got their card, and we're, that's that's one thing I wanted to try and get people interested in. And so um, what that entails though is I'll send them the the kit, but then I've got to say to them. You can run it as it is out of the box. Here's a set of clues like I've done here in the expo. All the clues are self-contained within that table of, of, of props. But the way I run it down in London is I then take those same combinations and passwords and change them, and I add in my own sign, which give, which will, might be like, you've got to go to this statue, and the date on the statue will give you a clue. It will be much more you know, in-world than that, yeah. but that's what it boils down to. So I send them off all these locks and everything that I've made, but then they've got to apply it to their own world environment yeah, and that'd yeah, be interesting yeah. I'd be interested to see what I'd be genuinely interested to see what people will yeah. come up with it'd be great if you could go along to one of your own games and yeah. play it and not know what the answers well, were and have to try and puzzle it out it's it's <laughs> like Kanye said the, the, my, my greatest regret is I will never get to see myself perform if people <laughs> want to uh, to hunt down um, Agent November and undertake one of Agent November's missions where would they go what would they do we have secure links online we have www.agentnovember.co.uk um, yeah, just Google Asian November for Facebook, Twitter, etc. And um, we are based down in London. We regularly run our missions out of Euston and Mile End. But the beauty of us is that we can come to you. We've done loads of Christmas parties in people's offices, uh, wherever you, you know, if you 
if you can find us, if you've got a job for us, we might be able to hire Agent of Ember. And there we go. Thank you very much for listening. We hope you enjoyed that and hope you uh, laughed as much as we did while we were making the interview. And also, maybe if you haven't played in an, an escape room or gone on a zombie run before, it's kind of piqued your interest because they are great fun and they are a really, really good way to spend your evening instead of just vegging in front of the TV. Especially the running is quite healthy for you, apparently, if you run around a lot. So if you uh, we forgot to we forgot to add this in at the end. But if you want to check out Undead Escapes, you can also find that at undeadescapes.co.uk or you can link across to it from the Agent November website uh, that was uh, that was there. So thank you very much uh, for listening. We hope you enjoyed that. If you liked it, make sure you click like because otherwise no one knows you like it. Also helps other people find us which is good. The more people that find us, the more time and effort we can spend on the podcast and on the gaming channel. And that means more better stuff for you. And if you really, really like that and you're new, feel free to subscribe. We will love you forever. Until next time, I've been Brian Ennis. (laughs) There's no one else to say anything. So I'll just say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming this won't be in the podcast. No, no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs>